Hi, I'm Lippy. And I'm Grumpy. Together we're Lippy and Grumpy Do Podcasting. In this episode, outrageous refunds, slow supermarket lanes, buying Stonehenge and is it an ick? Hey, Lippy. Hello. Two weeks in a row. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> so, many, many, many moons ago, Mm. We covered a bit about a boat that was parked on the equator and also the International Dateline. Yes. So that technically it was in two centuries and two decades and all the rest of it. Screaming Tomato typically has picked up on the fact (laughs) that there was never a year zero. So the 20th century started on the 1st of January 1901. Oh, no. Yeah. The boat was out by a whole year. Yeah. That's gutting, actually, for the... the, Yeah. Well, I I think they've probably long gone now. (laughs) I never know. Yes, they must. They're not going to be 120 plus years old, so... (laughs) They've definitely gone. So that is a good point. They've been a baby born. And I do remember the Screaming Tomatoes and machinations over the year 2000. And the fact it wasn't the millennium until 2001. And you've got a point, Screaming Tomato. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Now, talking about being slightly pedantic over timing, Mm. I think they've changed the banner outside McDonald's in Guildford. Do you remember we covered this a lot? Yes. So now it says, now it says, open until Mm. 2.30 a.m. Friday and Saturday. No, that's still wrong. Well, it wouldn't be wrong if it was open 2.30 Saturday morning or 2.25, uh, Friday morning. Friday sorry. morning. But it isn't. It's open no. until 2.30 Saturday morning and 2.30 and Sunday. Sunday morning. So th- it's, got, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, yeah. It's gone to from To be being... perfectly honest, though. Yes. If you think about the people that are going to be interested in that sign... They're going to have stumbled out of Weatherspoons after a few cheeky beveraginos. That's a cheeky and cheap. All they're not even probably going to look at it. They're just going to try and walk in, and if it opens, it opens, and if it doesn't, then they go home. That's very true. I don't think. And then the people that are sober are going to know what they mean, know what they're implying. By well, that. are they? Or they're going to stand there and go, "That can't possibly be right." Yeah, true. But it's interesting when you look at their opening hours for Friday, it says whatever time in the morning Mm. to 2.30 a.m., which is not strictly speaking correct. But I think I might have to take this up with them because it is is confusing and it causes road rage every time I go Mm. through Guildford. Do you know what I've I've realised? It's very obvious that you're retired now. (laughs) Well, not, not quite. Another week or so. Well, once this is out. Oh, yeah, it will be actually. Oh, no, it'll be retirement day. This will oh, be the fifteenth. Yes. So you'll have lots of free time to whinge to McDonald's, and if you could get us free meals for life, that oh. I would appreciate that. Oh no! Oh no! Mm. No, definitely not. Now, many editions of Private Eye have gone through my hands since uh, we previously did a podcast. Yes. In some time in June, and I was slightly bemused to find one in Funny Old World, which is perhaps my favourite column in the uh, the whole paper and this was about a south african wedding photographer who was contacted by a woman who engaged him in 2019 to take her mm. wedding photos 
And uh, she says, well, I'm now divorced. And those pictures, I and my ex-husband don't need them anymore. You did a wonderful job on them, but they went to waste as we are now divorced. I need a refund of the amount we paid because we don't need them anymore. I actually don't know what to say. That's a joke, right? No, it's not. No, it's absolutely not. The audacity. Yeah, so he emailed back and went, no. Obviously. um, She uh, decided to involve lawyers to try and get a 70% refund of the total fees. It's not his fault that you didn't last in marriage. No. So the woman's ex-husband subsequently contacted the photographer. I read the articles he commented, or read the articles he commented, and I apologise on her behalf. You can see why I divorced her. (laughs) Absolutely right. No great great surprise there. Yeah. Crazy. Absolutely. Uh, Just... But it is a bit indicative of what's going on at the moment with some people. Mm, entitlement. Well, I'm not sure if that's the just right word, although just, just trying to get everything for free. That is crazy because he did a job. He did he did it, what they paid him to do. Well, would you and well, by the sounds of it, because she said she loved the photos. It's Absolutely. like, that's what you paid for. I, I can't imagine the thought process. That thinks that you would actually win that or get yeah, that money. Or, or, or that it's... It's a decent thing to do. It is crazy. Yeah, staggering. Absolutely. I mean, if you don't ask, you don't get, but that's taken it too far. Yes, that is. I wonder if she uh, went back to the venue and said, can I have my money back on there? And and the the caterers and stuff like that. Well, there's all sorts of things you could ask for your money back. Shall I go back and contact all of mine and be like, oh, it's it's ages ago now. I feel like I need need a fresh of everything. (laughs) Yes. I'm going to redo yeah. it, so can I have my money back? Unless you want to be the most disliked person. I don't <laughs> avoid doing that. So anyway, on the other scale of of things, mm. I've got uh, an article here about a Dutch supermarket, and they've introduced a slow checkout for lonely elderly people who want somebody to talk to. Oh, that is um, on the other end of the spectrum. It is the other that. end of the spectrum, and also the other end of self-service checkouts as well which yes. I, I just oh, dislike with them. Maybe that's what I should do as my next job. What, self-service checkout? A, no, I want to work on a slow-service checkout and just chit-chat to elderly people. Well, that would be good shopping. if any of the British supermarkets would do that. But no, yeah. I don't think they would. No, I anyway, don't think they would. this has been so successful. They've installed checkouts in 200 stores and also added a chat corner where locals could meet for a cup of coffee and a chat. Oh, I love that. That is cute. Absolutely. I mean, the Dutch do some very odd things at times, mm. but then they do something like this and you just think, wow, what a... Well, think about all the elderly nation. people are now only ever going to go to their stores. Yeah. Oh, I heard that. <laughs> you heard that. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> yes, that, that was Floyd. I don't know what's going on. Um, I was promised interruptions by the puppy. Well, well, the, I've not the seen the puppy whisper- yet. Uh, well, the horse whisperer and uh, wife Grumpy are both here at the moment, but they're both leaving shortly. So I suspect mm. there will be a um, little puppy running uh, upstairs. Yes, indeed. Is he good at stairs? Uh, no, he's a bit wary of going up the stairs. We've got a stair gate at the top of the stairs, stopping falling down. He's mm. just a little bit too small for them. He's he's got up the first two because the second step's quite a big. Yeah, that rather. is actually yeah. Um, so, but he's he's not overly sure about them. Um, yeah, so he can jump up onto the leather sofa, which isn't too high, but the others he can't manage yet. But it, I mean, he's grown so much 
in the two weeks between us choosing and picking and up. Picking, yeah. But I think another two weeks and it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be be on there. Be absolutely fine. Thank you. Now, Formula One. Which oh, good subject. Is probably the dullest sport when it's dry. <laughs> Currently, yes. Currently, not not very entertaining. No. Though I did see, ironically, the Dutch Grand Prix, which had a bit of rain at the beginning. I think you were over with Duck Boy. Yes, that was um, quite dramatic, actually. And it was quite good for about that 15 was very, minutes. Yeah. And then, then just got all very boring. Mm. But it got me thinking that maybe what they should have, a bit like you have on a golf course with the timed sprinklers, you have a sprinkler on the corner that comes up at random. Oh. So you never know when it's going to pop up. You're probably going to be on slicks unless it's raining. Yeah. Which would really mess the field up. It would, but also that is a serious hazard. <laughs> well, I think there needs to be a little bit more hazard. Maybe they should get like a one minute warning. No, I don't think so. No. No, I just think, I mean, maybe there should be some sort of flag to say it's occurring. Yes, just so or, that they can slow down in time. They don't just hit the wet yeah, patch. Yes. It's more. Um, yeah. It was quite a good race the week, couple weekends ago. I can't remember how far ago it would have been now, but. Was that the it Dutch was, one? It was the Red Bull. It was Italy. No, it was it was oh, Italy. Yeah. Not, it was a Ferrari one. Italy. Oh, okay. At oh, Monza. Mm, at Monza. Yeah, it was all right. It's interesting watching second third fourth fifth yes that, that's, that's the, yeah that's the problem yeah. it's further down the field is the racing's happening mm. not not for first it's all a bit roundy roundy but i think it's a little bit hypocritical of other drivers saying well it's not fair because red bull are always winning well, but it happens though hamilton had it with mercedes exactly. it, yeah. it comes in flows next year maybe there'll be someone to compete there isn't this year that's what it is but also i think i can't remember what i was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> do you know when you carry on your sentence and then it just goes <laughs> no honestly oh yes he also broke a uh, record though that weekend at italy 10 consecutive wins blimey yes. so that is quite like he's He's doing well. Got a hand yes. to him. He's as arrogant as the rest of them were when they were winning as much as he was. He probably is. He just Fine. feels a little bit more... Rude. I, problem with, well, the thing is, I think he looks so young. He looks about 12, mm. which I don't think helps. He always right. reminds me of um, one of the characters in Black Hatter, the um, mm. Pitt the Younger. Oh, what a great series. Just watch that again. Yes. Yes, that's always very good, isn't it? Mm. I don't know if it'd be on a streaming service. Uh, I believe it's on the iPlayer. Oh, I shall. But I think it's also that. on Gold. Yeah, well. I don't think I have Gold. I don't know how. No, to you get do gold. via Now TV. Oh, okay. Which is how you watch the Formula One? Yes. Yeah, so we are currently rewatching Fresh Meat. Oh, I've just rewatched. It's that so one as good well. <laughs> because because of your munge. Yes, we yes. we were both like, oh, let's rewatch it because it is quite funny, and the munge yes. comes up within the first couple episodes. It does, doesn't it? Just mm. to clarify, what munge is? <laughs> good so point. It's a, it's a vegetable dish that Josie, one of the freshers, makes for a party early on, which is of um, undeterminable ingredients. Mm. Um, whilst we're in Swanage. Wife of Grumpy says, oh, do we need to go shopping? I went, nope, I shall go and Make create something. Well, I said, I shall go and create something. And there was a look of um, despair on her face. And I went <laughs> in. I ended up cooking red onion, um, tomatoes, little cherry tomatoes, asparagus, 
and then uh, tin of beans, some passata, mm. and and then some grains. So those ready-to-eat grains. Tipped yes. it all in a big wok, mixed it all up, cooked it 20 mm. minutes, job done. And it was very nice. And I said, oh, I'm going I'm to call this munge. The yes. wife of grandpa says, I don't want to call it munge. That's a horrible word. But it managed to make it stick. But when we rewatched. Um, her boyfriend comes on and goes, oh, if you add some cheese, yeah. it's, it's chunge. I chunge, think. yes. Yeah. We need to do that next time. Just we throw do, some like, absolutely. mozzarella would be good on that. Mozzarella. Or we, I threw in a little bit of um, parmesan. Oh, nice. yes. Yes. Nice. I, will t- I will let you in on a slight secret in that, um, obviously, you made us munge when we went to Westfield, Westfield? Wayfest. Yes. Which was really, I, the first time we had it as well. Loved it. However, you told us on the Friday that we were going to have munge on the Saturday. Duck Boy and I driving home to pick up a parcel on the Saturday morning. He goes, I'm not sure I want the munge, to be honest with you. Oh, really? <laughs> so no like, it doesn't sound very nice. And I was like, no, trust me, it'll be fine. Like, it will taste good. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, and then he loved it. He really enjoyed it afterwards. Because yeah. I asked him when it was just us two, and he was like, no, 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 it was really nice. I yeah. really liked it. Was it. <laughs> quite quite fresh. It was, I think mm. there's some other bits in there, but I can't remember what they are. He was very surprised at how much he enjoyed the munge. But I think that was, the name were, is a bit dis- misleading. Well, I think that's also, the way you described it. it, you said all the ingredients, you went, no seasonings, no flavourings, no. nothing else. And no. he was like, no seasoning. <laughs> No, well, it's because we didn't have any in the van. There was no, no salt, no yeah. pepper. Uh, yeah, it just—it was, wasn't described no, very no. Ab- appetitingly. No, absolutely, that's not, not a word. But we're going to make it a word. It is now. Mm-hmm. So, many, 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 many years ago, we covered Doom running on. A, I think it was a pregnancy stick. Oh and yes, a few other things. Yes, apparently somebody's managed to get it running on a McDonald's kiosk. Ooh. Yeah, I, I haven't. I've just got Doom running on a McDonald's kiosk on the notes. I have no link, so I can't it's in remember. Those big self-serve white. That's ones. the ones. Yep. Mm. Yep. That's so I don't know if, whether somebody has got hold of one and made it work, or made it or work on man- one that's in a in a McDonald's. Shop. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if you can do it on a pregnancy, I feel like on a pregnancy test. Sorry, then I feel like you can do it on pretty much anything electrical. Yes. Yes, I would think. Well, you couldn't do it on a hairdryer. That's electrical, and that has a screen. Okay, point taken. point taken. I would like to point out this that we are not sponsored in any way by McDonald's, despite having mentioned them twice. <laughs> but if they would like to sponsor us, I would take that. Uh, I don't think I would. I actually. would wear McDonald's merch all nope, day. I would not. No, would you no, not? You wouldn't would wear not. burger pants. No. no, talking of merch, um, as I'll be retired soon, I am. Um, we can I make might, some proper merch. I might investigate that a bit more. Mm has been a bit lacking now yeah as you know i like an otter you do like an otter I yes do like an otter and um, sea otters have been reintroduced mm. into oregon and um they're apparently they're a vital part of the sea infrastructure so they quite like sea urchins in fact they just devour them They'll, they'll oh. eat them until they pop out of various... I think I've seen a picture, a video of them trying to crack one open. Yes, there's a, there are some classic um, video footage of that. But the problem with the sea urchins is that they eat kelp. So if you don't oh. have otters, you have too many sea urchins and not enough kelp, which is obviously vital for all sorts mm. of stuff in the river. Other animals. Yeah, or sea, because they're sea urchins. So... 
Um, they've reintroduced the otters, which have, have taken, and they're gradually mm-hmm. munching their way through um, a few years' worth of sea urchins. And as a result, the kelp fields are um, are increasing, which is um, crucial to the health of the marine ecosystem, provides a vital habitat for fish, but also naturally removes carbon. So Aww. otters are helping in the... Uh, well done otters yes well done you're not just cute no they're cute and they're useful helpful help very helpful so uh, yes we'll keep an eye on how that's going um but presumably they're uh they're uh, they're doing well so they should uh, should flourish again the question of course is how do they become not there in the first place which is Mm, worrying which is a worry so uh, yes we'll keep an eye on that now also going back a while i've had a number of rants about people talking at concerts. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't mean festivals because that's sort of expected to a degree. Mm. And the thing is with a festival, if you don't want to hear other people talk, you go right to the front where you're just yes. immersed in, in the sound, which is great. And it's harder to do on a small inside venue, as I've explained. But this has seemed to have got quite out of hand. So we had a uh, an instance where John Mellencamp um, basically stopped the concert and said, right, if you don't stop talking, I'm going. I'm just going to yeah. walk off and that's it, yeah. which had the desired effect. But people seem to have retaliated by throwing things onto the stage, oh, including a wheel of cheese, which was thrown at Pink at uh, High Park this year. I, uh, what? what? <laughs> a wheel of cheese, a wheel of brie. Wheel of- so, yeah, so a big, a big I mean, wheel. delicious. Yeah, I mean, we're not talking about what the little ones you get from the supermarket. This is a good... Oh, like a Costco wheel of cheese. Yeah, a a good 12-inch diameter wheel of cheese. I mean, how ridiculous is that? How did they bring a wheel of cheese that maybe... I assume they bought it in the festival. Like, who's bringing a wheel of cheese to to a festival? Uh, I've been to the High Park one a few years back, and I can't remember there being a store selling wheels of cheese. And it's not a cheap thing. No. Cheese isn't cheap at the best of times, but a whole wheel, not. unless it's gone off, is is not great. I mean, delicious, though. At least she got a free wheel of cheese out of it. Well, yeah, but you don't know where it's come from, do you? Yeah, good point, good point. I mean, I would I'd probably risk it. And may, uh, to be fair, she can probably afford her own wheel of cheese. I, I would have thought so. So in addition to the wheel of cheese, Pink also uh, received a small bag of an audience member's late mother's ashes. <laughs> did it have a note on it well i t- i really hope it had a note on yeah. it too <laughs> maybe she- that's so weird yeah and um, that's so weird a country singer babe rexer had a uh BB. phone thrown at bb rexer bb rexer thank you had a <laughs> thrown th- phone thrown at her oh uh, was it they want her number well, oh, that's I, not good. No, hit her in the head and it was stitches. So I, this, is, this has got to stop. Mm, yeah, that is really bad. Infantile behaviour at concerts is, is yeah. not acceptable. See, at Harry Styles, they throw flowers. Well, that's okay. Which is cute until he turned around on our, at our one, because obviously he did a tour. At our one, he went, oh no, this is where my hay fever gets really bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But um, talking of ashes, I had a really, well, weird story so radio one Hmm. do a segment 
called is it just us or is it just me and it's normally like a family tradition that a family does okay there's a bit odd yeah Yeah, and they go on and then they try and find other listeners that do the same thing and there's been so many good ones of like really random things like there's one family that cheers every time a um like what are they trifle is brought in for dessert they clap the trifle but it's only ever a trifle they clap they don't clap any other dessert so that was quite a funny one yeah and actually yes there was another family that did the same thing which seems a bit weird but there we go however last week there was a gentleman on and they didn't find anyone who does the same does the same thing that he has or is doing in that he keeps his father's ashes in his work van with him so that he's with him all the time. I kind of understand that. I do, yes. But he, like, as a workman, picks people yeah. up and Ooh. he gets people to say hello to the ashes. Oh. And there's a clause that he'll sell, that the his company or his partner that he's with can have the van when he passes away, but he has to keep the ashes in there and he has to put his ashes in there with his dad's ashes and they stay oh, in the blimey. van. Oh, that, that is beginning to get a little bit... <laughs> That's a bit weird. <laughs> well, weird and complicated. Yeah. A friend of mine was uh, briefly married to a lady whose family were a bit like that. Um, mm. They were forever making up words for things. So he he was there one day, and they had the trays with the bean bag bag underneath that you had oh, as yes. kids. And he said, "Oh, that's really useful." He said, oh, "I'd quite like to get a couple of those." So I think it was the mum said, "Oh, um, yeah, they're called lap custards." Oh, okay. So he goes off to the shop. <laughs> you got any lap custards? Uh, yeah, yeah. And he's in there, and he, and he says, so "We got lap custards." And the woman said, "I don't think I've ever heard of that. What, what do you mean?" He said, well, a, a tray with a bean bag. She said, well, we've got those, but we don't call them lap custards. <laughs> and he got back and he relayed the story. And she said, oh, no, that's just what we call them. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. There's one thing to call it that, but there's one thing to tell somebody else yeah. that wants to purchase one that that's what it's called. Because that you obviously know that's not what it's called, but you just but, call it that and that's fine. But don't send someone to a <laughs> shop to ask for it. <laughs> So, I mean, we could do a bit of a Radio 1 here. So if you've got any really weird mm. names that you've come across, it doesn't need to be something that you use, but maybe it's a story yes. a, bit, a bit like my mate with the lap custard, then uh, we'd be very keen to hear those. Um, I'm very much so, yeah. yes. But it's interesting, isn't it? Because you look at uh, slang names for things. Mm. They've been invented by somebody. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit like Boaty but Boatface. Somebody must have come up with that, and it's just spread like wildfire. So, you know, maybe the same would happen with lap custard, is that... Lap custard. You know. Once you hear it once, I'm going to yeah. say that to Duck Boy. Do you want to grab the lap custard? custard. Yeah. Want- we are going to have the beanbag, though. Can it be called a lap custard without the beanbag? I, as a thing, as a lap custard doesn't exist, I don't... I, just, just, just bizarre. Yeah. Very bizarre. Now, going back a few months, we had a trip to um, Longleat. And on the way back, we stopped at Stonehenge because I've never, Mm. I've been past Stonehenge many times, Mm. never actually been up to the stones. And he used to be able to do that when we were kids, but we never went in that direction. And we were appalled at the cost of going, which we sort of just drove past. But yeah, it was a bit 
bit expensive. And I've since found out there's a public footpath that runs mm-hmm. a little bit further out that you can walk along and see them. But so. not that much further out. No, not, 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 not enough to, to the, Not to the, the point money. where it's worth yeah, paying no. the difference to get like, a metre in. <laughs> so I was interested to come across this little story, which is in 1915, millionaire Cecil Chubb, and I'm assuming that's the Chubb from Chubb Locks, but that is an assumption. Not he, he, went to, he went to an auction to buy dining chairs for his wife and um, came back with Stonehenge. <laughs> he bought Stonehenge. <laughs> Love that. That's so great. three years later, he gave Stonehenge to the country on the condition that the entrance fee would never cost more than a shilling and that locals could always have free access. Now, well... somehow in there... Heritage Britain, or whatever they're called, Heritage England, have mm. twisted that. So, well, that was a shilling back in 1918. Oh, inflation. So, yeah, so what we, well, so a shilling then, I can't believe it's 27 quid now, or whatever the cost it was. To- well, yeah, because it's like, I feel like a shilling is probably like a fiver, maybe? So, having tried to work out how much a shilling is in today's money, we failed miserably. Uh, however, it's of note that you obviously have to go to the visitor centre, which they clearly spent a lot of money on, and is probably quite useful in uh, finding more about the site out. Uh, but they've got um, uh, off-peak standard and peak prices, so it changes. Oh. So um, t- the cheapest standard price is twenty three sixty. For one person? For one person. Just to walk around some stones? Like you could pay that to get into a zoo. Yeah, I can't remember how much we paid for Longleys, but it was it wasn't I don't think it was as much as that. So crazy. Uh, so I mean you could argue, well actually you're getting more than just the stones, but you don't have the option to pay a shilling, whether mm. inflated or not, just to, to go and see them. So it's a, mm. I, I'm a bit miffed at that because it's not making it accessible to all. You know, sixty-one yeah. seventy for a family of two adults and three children is—it's not. That's a lot of money. It's, it's, uh, which is why it's so full of foreign tourists. Because when you go on mm. holiday, you have no idea what things cost. You, no, you know, uh, no correlation. So, Lippy, you've got a new feature. I do. Yes, it's called "It's an Ick." It's an Ick. Do you know what an Ick is? No idea. You an ick is something about someone that turns you off. So you tend oh, okay. to get an ick in dating. So you'll be dating someone and then you'll find something out about them or they'll do something and it will turn you off them and that's the ick. Right, okay. Now this was brought about, I won't name names. I'm going to have to say a word I can't say now. I'll keep it anonymous. Okay. <laughs> I think I did quite with that one. <laughs> that sounded okay. It's, you know what word I mean. Yes. Because they're dating and Duck Boy came home going, oh, listen to this and put the person's speakerphone and they wanted to check that it was a valid ick, basically. Okay. Um, so the ick was when the girl had a picture of just herself as her phone background. Oh, that's somewhat unusual. Mm, it's an ick, isn't it? Yes. Oh, I think My I first... Think- Common parlance is red flag, isn't it? Oh, yes. a red flag. I prefer yeah. the word ick, though. Ick, yeah, so do I. I prefer the word ick. But that is a very self-centred person, if you ask me. Or has no friends or interests. Or that. But then you just have, like, a pretty picture of some flowers or something. Well, I have a picture of two 
frogs under a leaf on my backdrop. Yes. Well, it reminds me of me and Wife of Grumpy. Oh, that's cute. See, I have a rotation. So you probably can't do this because you haven't got an iPhone. On my phone, you can do a photo shuffle as your background. Okay. So every hour I get a new picture of Chris. (laughs) Ah. Oh, it's gone off. This is my current one of him Uh, looking sassy playing mini golf. They have been giving me so much joy because some of them are like COVID lockdown haircut ones. (laughs) Oh, yes. Well, for me, that's best forgotten. Yes. But anyway, agreed. That's Nick. We all agree. So will you have another ick next week? I will, yes. It can be a new feature of a visit in ick. Okay. So if you have any icks Mm, or red flags. We want to know. We want to know. We may not Mm. broadcast them, but we want to know. And we'll let you know if we think it's an ick or a valid ick. Because some icks are not valid. No. Piers Morgan is a total ick. Oh, yeah. If you like Piers Morgan, that's an ick. Now, I've got a rather convoluted fun fact for this week. And it was sent to me, I think my sister sent me this to me some time ago. And it was in the local paper. And it said, did you know author Ian Fleming used the bus route close to his home as the inspiration for James Bond's famous codename. The 007 bus ran from London to Kent, where Fleming moved in the 1950s, and he would regularly ride the route whilst visiting the capital. So that's a fun fact, as it stands. Mm. And the London Victoria to Canterbury and Dover is now a National Express service from London to Deal. So originally Victoria to Canterbury, then Dover... Has uh, been replaced. However, in the Kent Messenger, somebody said your feature article Bond in whatever it is. Well, it would have been the Kent Messenger Maidstone. Unfortunately, perpetuates a common myth. For some inexplicable reason, the idea has grown up that Ian Fleming took the inspiration from the London to Dover Express coach route number 007 when seeking an alias for James Bond. It sounds a plausible theory, but the dates don't match up. First Bond movie was Casino Royale, published mm. in 1953. Fleming died in 1964. However, the coach route number 007 was not used until 1973. Oh. So that does rather... Doesn't quite match, does it? Doesn't work. Yes. So mm. what a shame. Because that would have been quite cool. It would have been quite cool but not to be. And I do wonder actually how many of these uh, fun facts that I find on the internet are just absolute hogwash. (laughs) A lot. Yeah, an awful lot. That's it for this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can help spread Lippy and Grumpy's view on life by leaving a review on your favourite podcast platform. If you're not sure how to leave a review, or if you download from Spotify, there's some help at lippyandgrumpy.uk slash review. And if you would like to get in touch, email podcast at lippyandgrumpy.uk. So it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from him. Goodbye. Goodbye.